Fall is a season of gathering that brings us together with warmth and color. So whether it's a birthday, anniversary, or a special event, celebrate your friends and family with a gorgeous bouquet from 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers makes it easy to find your reason and brighten someone's day with exclusive offers and great values on bouquets and arrangements. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Hey guys, this is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Be sure to download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. You know where to go. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Google, and hit me on Twitter, at MikeLSports. We're brought to you by Liverpool Physical Therapy, Bryant and Stratton College, Prestwick Golf, and our good buddy Dave Choate. Go ahead and visit DaveChoartwork.com. He's got some awesome prints from the tennis world and Nadal Djokovic and Federer to uh, baseball. Uh, very timely things. He made a great Patrick Ewing uh, one during uh, the madness of March. So make sure that you do indeed go visit him, DaveChoartwork.com, the official artist and painter of the ML Sports Platter and Pinstripe Passion. Well, it was a hell of a weekend for Hideki Matsuyama winning the Masters Golf Tournament. Um, and it was a, not not just a sensational uh, uh, time and really, you know, win for him. Uh, it, it, it went beyond that. It's a global deal. It's a big time, and I'm going to break this down after I bring in Brian Jacobs, but um, it, it goes beyond just the guy winning, great for his resume. You know, it, this is a global deal. This is a Japanese... Uh, this is an impactful thing in Japan. And I think, you know, Japanese golf fans across, you know, and they've been obsessed with golf forever. I mean, that, you know, in, in the Far East, I mean, they, you know, they've, they've loved golf for 50, 60 years. Um, and, and this is going to be a deep one. This is going to be a major, 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 major deal here. Um, you know, when you look at some of the success that Japanese stars have had, you know, in sports recently, uh, and now he adds to it. Uh, it, it it's a pretty, pretty big deal, you know. Um, you got uh, Naomi uh, Osaka, who's uh, you know been number one, you know, by the Women's Tennis Association. She's been ranked number one for a long time, and the first Asian to <clears throat> hold the top ranking in singles. I mean, she's won what four Grand Slam championships. Uh, so you've got that. Um, you know, she was born in Japan. <laughs> you know, the Japanese heritage, and she's very, very proud of it. Um, and, and you've got, uh, you have now Matsuyama um, doing his thing at the Masters. And also, let us not forget, the 2021 Augusta National Women's Amateur uh, won in a playoff was Subasa Kajitani. I hope I pronounced that right. Tabasa Kajitani. So between Kajitani, you know, winning that and Osaka being the best player in the world in women's tennis and now Hideki Matsuyama winning, uh, it's just spectacular for uh, for uh, Asian sports, for the Far East, for, uh, you know, Japanese golf and the like. And uh, I, I just, I think this is going to have a big, big, big impact. This is going to have one of those big monster global impact type things. Remember Y.E. Yang winning over Tiger Woods at the PGA in 2009. I think it could have more of an impact than that. I really do. 
And uh, Matsuyama's been a great player. I'll break him down, break down his career, break down why it might have been even long overdue, right? Why golf is so hard, all those different things. In just a moment after this quick interview here with our good buddy Brian Jacobs, you can go ahead and follow him on Twitter, at Brian Jacobs Golf, PGA Golf Channel Academy, lead instructor of Golf Channel Morning Drive Coach of the Week, Golf Digest Best In-State Callaway Golf Professional Staff, and again, visit him online at brianjacobsgolf.com. Brian, welcome aboard here, buddy. How are you? Mike, thanks so much. I appreciate being on again. So, you know, look, we're coming right off of this Masters, and Hideki Matsuyama, I mean, he was unbelievable. He Third round, he made terrific shots on the back nine. He went on a tear. I thought he won the golf tournament during the third round, but then in the fourth round, he you know, he held on. His short game was spectacular, as you know, in a major. It has to be for the majority of the days. He wins his first major. Japan has its first major winner on the men's circuit. I think this is a big deal. I mean, I, I think, you know, look, it, 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 it's a tour that's it's it's really deep. It's really, really good. And and it's really, really global. And there's nothing more global than winning uh, a major in terms of being a Japanese-born uh, player here, Brian. Don't you think this one's going to have some, some huge global impact here moving forward? I do. You know, it reminds me a lot of um, when Seiri Pop played on the, on the ladies' tour a number of years ago. Um, you know, she really began the movement, you know, in Korea for, for players, you know, international players. And yeah. so um, I think it's great for the game. I mean, it's, I think sometimes in America we get a little closed off to, you know, people from overseas winning, uh, you know, American tournaments or American-made tournaments, let's say. And I just think it's great for the game. I love to see the, Euro, the Euros in there, the Latina America, you know, players. And uh, I just think it's great. He has a great story, Matsuyama does, and, um, I think he set the bar pretty high, so I think it'll be great for uh, for the game, uh, for kids to aspire to, to be him, and, and I think that's awesome. He's going to be a great role model. And you know, it was it was just amazing hearing the roars again, you know, at Augusta. I mean, through the TV. Yeah. I've never been there. I, I've decided that it's currently my number one bucket list that, I, that I've got to get to. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I probably think that Masters is one, probably Ryder Cup's two. i got to get to a Final Four, a Super Bowl. Uh, you yeah. know, di- different things like that. But I think the Masters at this point, I've done the Derby, I've done Army Navy, I've done Frozen Four, uh, I've hit I've hit some big ones. I got to do a World Series. Uh, but yeah. I got I got the Masters at number one. I'm assuming you've been there a couple of times. I have been. Yeah, okay. have What's been. it like? Uh, it's got to be crazy amazing. It, it, one of those places you show up and you're you can't pick your jaw up off the floor, off the ground. Yeah, I mean the thing I noticed the most, and I'm older, so there's no trash on the ground. I mean. People are so respectful. The pine cones all seem to be in place, if there is a pine cone. Um, I mean, you see the members walking around in their jackets, and um, you revere that. I mean, we have clubs in our area, you know, like uh, the Country Club of Rochester certainly is a club like that where it's very steeped in tradition, and the membership is. Not that any membership wouldn't be proud of their club, but um, they take responsibility for the golf course. They make sure that the behavior is proper, you know, and they're passing their memberships down to their lineage, you know, through their, that's part of their legacy is to do that. And we had an interesting chat last night. Uh, I had a delay. Uh, my flight left Rochester for Bay Hill uh, for Orlando at 6.20 a.m. And I got in at midnight. So the part of the group I was traveling with, uh, we talked a lot about the history of golf in Rochester. And, and uh, they were amazed. They were just like, really? I never knew this. And yeah. I never knew that. And I said, oh, yeah, it's uh People are proud, you know, of their clubs, and, and they should be. It's a it's a great sign of their legacy, um, and we need people to take take uh, 
interest in that um, and be be more uh, more like uh, the, they are at Augusta. I think. You know, there's courses, there's places where you go and you, and you feel different. You know, as a sports fan or, or or as a media member or like yourself working in the golf industry, you just you feel different when you walk on the grounds at Augusta. You feel different when you walk into the old Yankee Stadium. You feel different at Wrigley. You feel different at Lambeau. Yeah. Um, is are there any other places? Yeah, are there any other places that come right to mind where you've been, where where oh, that sure. feel where that feeling comes in from a golf standpoint? I'm sure Oak Hill, right in the backyard yeah. there for you, is is in that category. Yeah, Oak Hill is. You know, I think it's um, we're a little spoiled in our area because we have so much golf, and so I've played Oak Hill West Indies a number of times, Country Club Rochester, Monroe. Uh, I worked at Locust Hill for uh, six years, you know, so I got to see the ladies. So I guess I got a little spoiled, but uh, I'm looking out my window right now at Bay Hill. I'm right, we're right on the property at the lounge and, or at the lodge and, um, gosh, Oakmont I've been to and played, uh, tremendous property, uh, Pinehurst, of course, uh, you know, I'm spoiled. Uh, I went to Bandon this past year, um, to do a corporate event and I mean, it, you feel very small when you get on these properties. You get on the ocean at Bandon, and you're, and you're, you feel like an ant. <laughs> you know, when you start looking at the earth and like just the um, architecture of the facility, and like what did it take, you know, yeah. to build this property, and what kind of vision? And I mean, and it's Bandon is not close to anywhere. It, Eugene is two hours away. So I mean, it is tucked away, and it is a destination that I would recommend anybody, you know, to go to. Brian Jacobs with us, of course. BrianJacobsGolf.com, the PGA Golf Channel Academy lead instructor at Golf Channel. Morning Drive Coach of the Week, and you can get him on Twitter, at BrianJacobsGolf. Remember, the Golf Digest Best in-state Callaway golf professional staff and Brian I just wanted to spend the last part of the interview here just a couple of quickies with you uh get you know tell my listeners what um it's just been like to have golf back I mean on the you know on the upper northeast and we finally are getting it's going to be a rainy week where I am luckily you're out of here but uh it's it's a it's a rainy uh week but we had a couple of good days over the weekend right we've had some weather kind of arrive early I'm glad because the economy I think it needs it the golf courses need it from the corona uh, but but just having golf back and what you're working on with some of your some of your folks who are, are, are learning from you. Sure. Yeah. Well, I think first of all, um, golf is healthy again. I haven't seen a surge like this in golf. You know, as far as rounds played and lessons taken, and um, since Tiger, a lot of you know, activity, right? Yeah. Tons of it. Yeah. And, and I was very fortunate to be with Nike at the time Tiger was at the height of his career wow. and learning from his coach. So, By the way, Brian, yeah. have you have you read Shoe Dog yet? I have not. Okay, no. I'm about 15 pages away from the finish. I'll send it to you when I'm done. Oh my gosh, that would be great. It's yeah, so, it's a, it is so good. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting uh, yeah. uh, model, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Um, and and uh, so we're... The facility that I'm at is an upscale public, and then I'm an independent there. Um, our content has really changed for Golf Channel, so we no longer are in Orlando. They moved the content area to Connecticut, so we're kind of still waiting to see. Um, there's a lot of uh, integration, you know, people we pivoted with uh, virtual. So I actually have a digital academy. I partner with a, a company called Iconic Golf, and uh, I actually I teach a lot of my NFL players and people all over the country digitally uh so content notes um and then up here i blend the program so 
I'm not a, a one and done guy. I'm like the long term, three to five year rebuilds, um, getting people ready for USAM, PGA Tour, you know, LPGA Tour, Corn Ferry. Uh, so we've been very blessed. I mean, there's golf is unbelievable in our area. Um, I felt bad kind of leaving, <laughs> you know, but most of my students come on these trips. So I have uh, uh, 23 here. 12 are from my area where I teach them one-on-one, -on -one, and then the other 11 are my blended students where they're doing digital. Cool. Uh, so we meet here at Bay Hill, and we play for, I think, five days, and then everybody heads home, and it's cool. It's like a checkpoint. So we have a ton of fun. People are starting to travel again. Um, and I was at Bay Hill last year with a group uh, when Corona hit. And so we watched everything closing, like Disney closed around us. And um, so it's pretty cool. And then uh, doing quite a bit with veterans. Um, I do a lot with PGA Hope, which is Help Our Patriots Everywhere. Did a little special for CBS Sports that's going to air um, May 15th, right before the PGA Championship. And so um, no moss is growing on me anywhere. Uh, I'm moving all the time, which is I love. Yeah, that's it's a awesome. Great business to be in. Yeah, that, that's great. A lot of, lot of recent activity. And then in closing, uh, people can just get you right at the website, right? I mean, this website's so interactive with the email club. You can grab gear. You can check out the programs. That's the place to go for people to be interested here. Yeah, and if they come in, uh, I always do a new student assessment. So if they're new to the academy, we always assess first uh, because we can't coach what we don't know. Um, and then once we get to that point, um, I make sure, you know, for me, they have to be a culture fit. They have to be committed uh, to the process and, and, uh, and we move from there. And if they're not, then, you know, we try to get them somewhere where they uh, feel comfortable. Um, but I have all different types of programming, but everything I do is one-on-one, -on -one, uh, high-end coaching. So it's a high-level relationship. I, I truthfully only coach about 70 people total. Um, because it's, I do a lot of notes with them. Uh, we collect a lot of data uh, so that um, we can, you know, progress them along a the line. Uh, so many coaches or teachers, you know, they will come out, they'll give them the one hit lesson, change the grip or whatever it is, and then kind of like the Band-Aid fix for the day, but I'm changing motor patterns and thinking patterns. and So it takes time, right, to change, to change uh, a bad pattern. And so... They can catch me right on my, my website at brianjacobsgolf.com, and if they have questions, they can call me or email me or chat, go through Instagram, Twitter. I'll, I'll always respond. By the way, real quick, uh, can't can't wait for Bill's season, huh? <laughs> yeah, very exciting. Bringing the yeah. band back together. I, I like it. I'm glad they're bringing everybody back together and kind of you know filling in pieces here and there where they need to. I'd like to, I'd like to see this group, this same group, try to give it another couple shots, you know? Yeah, I think the next uh, three years is really going to tell a lot about yep. this group of men. And yep. I know many of them personally, and I, and I want to share that they are a good group of guys. And I've been coaching uh, athletes and staff in that organization since the Aaron Schobel days. Wow. And uh, so I've seen the cultures kind of rise and fall, and, and this is a good group of men. Yeah. Um, they like each other. They play for each other. They socialize together. And so, you know, uh, COVID kind of, you know, did its number on that uh, industry as well. And so, to their credit, they stayed together and, and uh, worked together as a team. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if you see a Super Bowl win at One Bills pretty soon. 
Well, if they ever win one, I, uh, I like many others, might not really quite know what to do. Um, Brian Jacobs, <laughs> you'll know. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you'll know what to do. Yeah. You're going to shout. At, uh, I'll, I'll drop to my knees and cry my eyes out. That'll be the first thing I'll do. I'll tell you that. Brian Jacobs yeah. Golf at Brian Jacobs Golf on Twitter, BrianJacobsGolf.com. Brian, thank you so much. Mike, thank you. It's always a pleasure to be on the show with you and talk. And I want to go back to the Hideki Matsuyama conversation here for, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes on my end here on the ML Sports Platter brought to you by Stanley Law Offices and Bryant and Stratton College. Um, and, and kind of rope it into some Masters thoughts and, and all the rest. First of all, the Masters was unbelievable across the board. It always is. You had major contenders. You had guys, you know, storylines galore. Uh, who's going to be the first, you know, is there going to be a first-time major winner? It turned out that we did have Matsuyama winning his first major. Uh, you had the Jordan Speed story, right? He won the Valero the week before and uh, was really, really good and then, and then took a dive. And then, man, that last uh, Sunday... He was really, really good. He got a lot of birdies late and finished seven under. I mean, he was tied for third. Uh, Shoffley showed, uh, you know, despite Duncan won in uh, late in, in the drink, uh, here I am. Here's my pedigree. I'm, I'm pretty close to ready, right? John Rahm and that story. I mean, there are a lot of guys still who don't have a major. And that brings me to two quick things. Before the Matsuyama part of it is Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth is 27 years old. Jordan Spieth has multiple major championships and people were trying to write him off because he had well over a thousand days of a slump folks this is golf do you remember the dry spell of winning a major that tiger woods had and he's the greatest of all time uh you gotta calm down if a guy's in a slump that's all it is is a slump he's a big time player who has multiple majors he's got the pedigree and and he was just slumping it happens to everybody at all levels and you know anybody who wrote Jordan Spieth off is absolutely uh, they're just clueless and as far as Matsuyama is concerned you know a lot of people including me they've been talking about this guy's game for a really really long time he turned professional in 2013 and you know, I brought up Y.E. Yang at the start of the podcast, winning the PGA in 2009 over Tiger Woods. Y.E. Yang in playing and his impact created guys like Matsuyama to play more and more and more and compete more and more and more and win and love the game more and respect the game more. One guy to the next to the next to the next. It's, it's, it's like the Ichiro to Hideki Matsui thing, right? It's like Ichiro to the rest of the Japanese baseball players. And now Matsuyama, who's been on tour for about eight years, you know, he now has 15 professional wins, and one of those is the Masters Tournament. He had had, going into this past weekend at Augusta, he had had a top two, a top four, a top five, a top six in majors. He's knocked on the door. He's been one of the great iron players on the tour for a while. He won the Asian Amateur Championship in 2010 and 11. Uh, You know, I... He's won eight times on the Japan Golf Tour. I mean, he's a big-time player, and he was due for, I think, quite a while. And, you know, to be able to win at Augusta now, it, it's, it's, it's a big thing for him. I mean, he's going to get, I mean, the endorsements are going to be are going to be through the roof. Uh, the global impact is going to be through the roof. The Japanese impact by itself is going to be through the roof. And it was 8 a.m. or so when he 
had you know putted out and won by a stroke um you know 8 a.m in japan when 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 he had won the tournament <clears throat> and i had you know read some things on social media and el- and elsewhere in terms of you know Shoffley even talking in his press conference and oh they're probably having some beers and enjoying it now in in japan um <clears throat> they love their golf they love their baseball and I think Brian Jacobs hit the nail on the head when he said, you know, it's easy for us to kind of just, you know, corner our lives into American sports and the NFL and American-born players and all this sort of thing. But golf has never been more global. Uh, Yes, Tiger is credited with a lot of that. When he came on the scene and he was amazing, he became an iconic superstar, a global superstar. But but it's also guys like Yang. It's guys like Retief Goosen. It's guys like now Matsuyama. It's guys like Louis Ustazen. It's guys like Ernie Els. It's guys like years, decades ago, the Seve Ballesteros, uh, Seve Ballesteroses. Uh, it's the Nick Faldos. It, you know, the game is so global now, and it's been decades of, you know, kind of growing, 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 growing. You know, you look at Irishmen, the Darren Clarks and the Padraig Harringtons, you know, creating into now the Rory McIlroys, right? Like McIlroy... Being from Northern Ireland, you know, obviously was following Padraig, following Darren Clark. It was the mix of his heritage and Tiger Woods. Same thing with Japan, Matsuyama, Y.E. Yang, and Tiger Woods. You know, you have your heritage, and then you had Tiger. Tiger put so many people in the game, um, it, it isn't even funny. I mean, I know he hasn't won as many majors as Jack Nicholas, and he won't win as many at this particular point, especially now with the recent injury, but... The, the, the 82 wins tied with Sam Snead, number one all-time, you know, 15 majors. But it goes way past that, you know, increasing the purses, uh, getting more people to play the game, uh, the influence on black golfers, the global impact, uh, the sponsorship dollars to the tour, not just, you know, getting put players getting paid more. Uh, you know, where's that money come from? You know, it, it has to come from somewhere. Advertisements, you know, AT&T and... Uh, uh, all these different guys now uh, who have Nike on their shirts and Under Armour becomes a player. I mean, look at all the look at all the apparel companies that weren't even a, a thought until Tiger got into the game. First of all, Nike wasn't. Nike comes in, starts it. Adidas, of course, you know, and, and, and Foot Joy and some of these, right? But then everything kind of escalates into Puma and, you know, uh, Ping starts doing different things now with their clothing apparel, uh, you know, tailor-made and 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 i mean all of them from equipment to apparel and everything in between some of these companies doing both equipment and apparel right and so callaway um a lot of them were already doing equipment and were already doing some gear but they changed and and, and the dynamic was different and they they started to chase nike because of tiger um you know and signing guys and and then sponsorships growing from you know the home depots and the at&t's and you know, the finance companies and the Wachovias and the, you know, the the, the Wells Fargo's and all these companies uh, that, that bought into tournaments and then the purses go way up, right? So, um, you know, look at the Deutsche Bank. I mean, all that stuff, you know, Tiger just created that influence. So, I mean, the impact of Tiger in all those spots is it's really second to none. And then, through Tiger, a lot of more guys play, of course, and 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 some play, um, you know, at different times and different eras. And and I just think one guy to the next, to the next, to the next, 
you just keep the line moving. Why E. Yang winning, you know, that started a little bit, and now Matsuyama carrying the torch. Now that's going to take, you know, new shape. Ireland, I mentioned Clark and Padraig. Now Rory is the face of Irish golf, right? So uh, it's just such a great game. It's a it's so deep. It's so good. It's so global. And I'm just, uh, I'm pumped up. I think this win for Matsuyama was fantastic. And I think him winning, you know, him making those shots on the, you know, that third day, I thought was really where Matsuyama won the tournament. Uh, he hung in there. I mean, look, on 15, you know, dunking that ball in, he just absolutely scorched on the par five. He scorched, I think it was a four iron, and, and just overshot the green. But Shoffley couldn't, uh, you know, he made his own mistake. He couldn't capitalize. And then uh, Matsuyama hung in. And I think there were a couple of other spots. I think on 13, you know, Matsuyama, it looked possibly like, you know, Shoffley was going to get, you know, pin it close and tap in for birdie. uh, Or he was actually putting for eagle. uh, Missed the eagle putt, taps in for birdie. Matsuyama, it looked like maybe he was going to get a bogey or a double going way over having to pitch across. He hits it down to within a couple of feet and, and taps in for bird. And so there you have it where he didn't lose a stroke. It would have probably been a couple strokes swing had it gone the other way. Uh, that was a big break for him. Uh, I think he started the day with a bogey, but then he rebounded with a birdie. Uh, so he hung in there on the last day, there's no doubt. But I think he set himself up for the Masters win you know, in, in round round three, I, I, I thought. You know, I, I just thought he was, um, you know, the just the, the shots he was making, um, the back nine was absolutely absurd, uh, knocking it stiff on so many occasions. Um, he, he was just, he was just fabulous. I mean, he really was. And um, I just thought that, on that back nine, you know, when he was going, I mean, you look at what he did. He birdies 11, he birdies 12, he eagles 15, he birdies 16, he birdies 17. I mean, that, you know, he shot a 30 on the back nine. I mean, he could have easily went and gone in the 20s. Um, in fact, it's it's mind-boggling how he got all those birdies. You know, the par five on 13, you know, he didn't even birdie that hole. And I know that that's kind of helter-skelter with, with what you can do there, but... Uh, remarkable, remarkable, remarkable performance by Hideki Matsuyama. Uh, he was outstanding. The third round, you know, to be able to, you know, shoot a six under there on the back uh, was was just awesome. Um, one, two, I have that right. One, two, four, five, six. Yeah, um, you know, get that thirty, put yourself in position, then just and then just play, you know, really solid golf in the fourth round and. Um, and, and, and winning his first major. And uh, the impact for him is great. The impact for his sponsors is great. The Japanese impact, uh, you know, from a, a Japan Japanese golf standpoint, is it's second to none, no question. And then going even beyond that is the global impact. You know, the Asian golf uh, and, and everybody getting involved and him now kind of being a major winner and a guy who's in that circle, in that special circle, a green jacket wearer, a major winner wearer, uh, just fantastic stuff. And he's 29, and he's basically entering the prime of his career. And we'll see what happens. I hope he has staying power. I hope he doesn't disappear. I hope he's not in that Ben Curtis, 
you know, Mike Weir, uh, 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 Sean McKeel, um, sort of world. I hope he's more along the lines of a, you know, when guys win that, you know, a Michael Campbell, even Y.E. Yang kind of disappeared, right? But he did have a short impact in Japanese golf when he won the PGA. Um, but it, it's a, it's, it's a very, um, it's a very unique, uh, unique place. And I just hope he has the staying power. I hope he doesn't disappear like those some of those guys I mentioned. I hope he's more of the Jim Furyk variety, the Retief Goosen variety, you know, guys like that. So uh, just a, a monumental win for him. Great impact globally. Great impact on the Asian golf market. Terrific stuff by Hideki, uh, Hideki Matsuyama. Mike Lindsay with you here on the ML Sports Platter. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review to my podcast all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google, Apple, you name it. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We're part of the Brawl Network, and you can hit me on Instagram as well, MikeLSports1979. We're brought to you by Axe Exotic Pets, Western New York OTB, Rosie's Corner, and our good, good friend Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Go with Brian today. Financial future is secured with Brian Conboy at Mass Mutual New York State. He's on Facebook, he's on LinkedIn, and advisors.massmutual.com. We're super happy with our future with Brian Conboy getting our finances in order. It doesn't matter what it is, retirement, you know, individuals, families, businesses, you name it. He's got the resources, he has the idea to get your financial future in order. Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State, the official financial advisor of the ML Sports Platter. Thanks again to Brian Jacobs. Terrific to talk some golf with him. I'm Mike Lindsley. Thanks for listening to the ML Sports Platter. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Everybody needs just the right amount of fuel to get going in the morning. For some, a nice McDonald's egg and cheese bagel is just enough to do it. Others might prefer a McDonald's bacon egg and cheese bagel. Or perhaps a sausage egg and cheese bagel. And there are those where nothing will do but a hearty McDonald's steak egg and cheese bagel. Four different breakfast bagels to get you going. Tomorrow morning, give your engine a head start at participating McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.